The following podcast contains adult language. It is not an in-depth investigation. It is simply commentary and reaction to the facts as presented by OSHA and media outlets. If you are prone to taking offense... Bad shit happens to everyone. Just get over it. this episode, I'm joined by my co-hosts, Harry Talbot and Ron Chee. Before we discuss a story or two about what happened to employee number one, let's roll out with a panel discussion. Oh, hey, speaking of rock and roll, you know that song, Spill the Wine? Yeah, that's a banger. Absolutely, yeah. Who yeah. doesn't like that song? Right. That's Eric Burden, right? Yes. Yeah, that's him. He was good buddies with Jimi Hendrix. Did you know that? I did not know that. No. When Jimi Hendrix flipped his fucking shoes... Jimi Hendrix's girlfriend didn't call 911. She called Eric Burden first. Sounds like she uh, may have murdered him. (laughs) Well, I don't know about that. That's what most people that murder people do, right? I don't know. But uh, Eric Burden was also really good friends with John Lennon. Uh, One time he told John Lennon a story about cooking breakfast wearing nothing but socks, and his girlfriend snuck up behind him and snapped an amyl nitrate under his nose. A what? Poppers. Heard of poppers? No. All right. Well, a popper, it's, a, it's an old, uh, amyl nitrates are an old inhaled heart medication they used to give to folks having heart pain. It's kind of like, uh, what do they give people now, that explosive shit? Nitroglycerin? Nitroglycerin, yeah. So what it would do is you would breathe the vapors and it would treat the angina by dilating the blood vessels in your heart. It would treat the what? Angina. Oh, okay. The mangina. All right. So, like any good medication, you know, someone somewhere figures out it does something else. Um, somebody figured out that if you sniffed one, it uh, loosened up your sphincter, and then you could take it up the chuff easier. Jesus. So he was horse-fucked while cooking breakfast in only a no, socks. No, 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 no. He just happened to be administered this thing. But uh, so in the, it became a fun thing in the 60s and 70s in bathhouses and disco clubs and gay bars. You'd give somebody a popper, and then you'd take it for a drive. Phil Cosby, you know. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> While they're awake, though. Yeah. Anyway, uh, Eric Burton's honey slipped him a popper. He fell on the ground. I guess she was fucked up, too. She started cracking eggs all over his stomach into his belly button and doing a bunch of other weird shit to him. So one night, he's at a party with John Lennon, and he starts telling this story about when he got a popper, and somebody started cracking eggs in his gut. Well, John Lennon thought it was hilarious. So for the rest of the party, he kept calling him the Eggman. Little oh, do you know, as, oh, as, fate, as no. fate would have it, the character Eggman in the Beatles song, I Am the Walrus, refers to Eric Burton. Huh. No shit. Yeah. That's crazy Very shit. strange huh? type yeah. of... Uh... So, Spill the Wine was a great song. What were what was some of the, his other great songs? Don't Let Me Be Misunderstood. Yeah, that's a good one. And House of the Rising Sun. Oh, House of the Rising Sun. That's beautiful. That's another one of the songs that everyone knows. Yeah. And everyone likes. What an incredible song. And what's so cool about that, I mean, the guy's a British guy, but it does not sound like that. No, it's set no. in New Orleans, and it's got, it, that is the that most Southern authentically feel. New Orleans song you could even imagine. It's been a ruin of many a man. Been a ruin of many a man. C.C. Uh, Ryder, you like that song? Never heard it. I think that was like an old blues standard. Yeah, probably. Uh, 
We gotta get out of this place. Seriously? That's yeah. Wow. Yeah, that was Eric Burden, too. Huh. Oh, what was that uh, shitty song they play at the car shows? Uh, Which one? Lowrider. <laughs> no, no, Lowrider. I mean, that Lowrider was a good song when he was with War, but I'm grooving on this stuff that he did when he was with the animals. Did uh, either of you ever groove with the animals? No. 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 Not really. Empl- employee number one did. And you know how that turns out. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, we've got a story here about employee number one. This takes place in North Carolina. On May 12, 2012, an employee was working for the Department of Environment and National Resources. After normal working hours, he responded to a call from local authorities regarding an injured alligator on or near Highway 70. Do they have alligators that far north? I, it's news to me. Where was it at? North Carolina. Oh, yeah, it, all those swampy-ass shit places have alligators. <laughs> Fair enough. The whole south. The employee was attempting to capture the alligator to transport it to a safe location. Oh, what an idiot. <laughs> when he was bitten in the arm and, and this is what it says in the report, possibly other unspecified places by oh, the alligator. So that's his junk. That's his junk. He was trying to fuck the alligator. Oh, God. Employee number one was taken to a hospital where he was treated and released. The alligator was later captured by personnel of the Wildlife Resources Commission and released in a safe location. So that's a happy ending. Nobody died. Right, but nobody died. Nobody died. He can't have kids anymore, though. I don't. He have was that. treated and released. I assume if that would have happened, he would have been in the hospital for a while. So yeah, yeah I don't yeah. know. So he lived, and uh, I have no information on whether any fines or fees were assessed. Doesn't sound like any should be. No. Guys crawling around the highway playing with lizards. <laughs> you get what you get and you don't throw a fit. You'd think that if like there's an alligator on the loose and you're trying to catch it, you'd have like more than just one person trying to catch it, right? I don't know. You see that shit on TV all the time with those. And it never ends well. <laughs> not, not necessarily YouTube or uh, Facebook and stuff like that, but I mean like the stuff on TV where they have those professional guys that go out and catch those no, the other. Yeah, yeah. Well, I this, mean, this they make a, that shit look pretty fucking. Yeah, they hop on them like a prom date, and then just put a couple bands of electrical yeah, tape I, around. I, I mean, you know, you figure eh, it's kind of an alligator. How fast could they be? You know, you don't realize that it's just a killing machine. Yeah, but I mean, it's twelve feet of just angry muscle. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I, good for employee one. Good eating, though. I've heard. <laughs> I've heard good eating. Employee one? No, no, my bad. I'm not the alligator. Sorry. Ah. That's a whole different show right there. Okay, next. June 10th, 2000. Employee number one, who was working for the U.S. Census, was attacked and fatally mauled by a pack of dogs. They just have wild packs of dogs now? It it probably happened in Michigan, didn't it? Detroit, one of the bigger (laughs) cities. Indianapolis. I yeah. can see that. I yeah. can see that. A bigger the same city. remote area. Yeah. <laughs> well, it's not really the <laughs> no. same remote area. Well, it, it happened in Clarksville. So I don't know. Never been to Clarksville. I heard you, if you get the last train to Clarksville, you don't get eaten by a dog. That's what the same song was running through my head. Yeah. Doing that, man. <laughs> uh, employee, the employee didn't know what to do because guess what? According to this report, the census training handbook contained no records or documentation of training having been provided to her. Therefore, no verification could be made of the adequacy of her training, assuming she ever received it. So you have to get training in order to get mauled by dogs now? 
we're supposed to get training to go count people. But I don't know what was supposed to be in this mythical training book to tell you how to deal with a bunch of dogs coming at you. Yeah. Run like hell. Punch him if you have to. <laughs> I think in the census of that year, there was a minus employee one. <laughs> wait, wait, wait. Quick question. Did employee one look like a toddler and was the main dog a pit bull? No. No. There is no record of a fine being assessed to the government agency by a different government agency. Imagine that. We investigated ourselves and found we did nothing wrong. Everybody likes a drill rig story, right? Employee one doesn't. Employee one was working in San Angelo, Texas. At 8 o'clock a.m. on May 31st, 2019, employee one and co-worker number one were rigging down when they saw two rattlesnakes and were trying to kill them. Rigging down? Is that some uh, square dancing bullshit? I mean, it is no, in Texas. No, I think it had to do with work. That's a hoedown. <laughs> that's, that's when everybody runs outside to see whose sister got shot. That's a hoedown. Yeah, does that only try- happen in Chicago? Yeah. And, and since this is Texas, they're actually not trying to drill oil or anything. They're trying to give the United States an enema. And they're drilling right the asshole of the whole entire United Ooh. States. <laughs> <laughs> Well, employee number one was lying across a gearbox of pump jacks when the jack activated and struck the employee, sustaining three fractured ribs, a punctured right lung, a fractured right leg, and a ruptured liver. Employee one later died at the hospital. He'd probably be better off if he played with a snake somewhere else. Yeah. I mean, I'd rather get bit by a snake than crushed by whatever the hell. By a jack. Yeah. We do have penalties assessed in this particular situation. Not getting bit by a rattlesnake, but dying on the job. What do you think employee one's life was worth? Well, considering what we learned uh, the first episode... Not worth a shit. Yeah. Harry Talbot. For the win. 300 bucks. $300 for Harry Talbot. Raunchy. I am going for $1,500. $1,500 for Ron. How about you... The initial penalty assessed. What? what? How about you? Well, I'm not going to guess. I got the story in my hand. Oh, yeah. I was kind of Yeah. Stupid. There were initial penalties assessed of $25,938. So you get fined more by fucking with snakes and getting crushed by a jack than you do dying when uh, drilling a water well. Well, the penalty was reduced to $6,000. Still. Yeah. Yeah. Nothing. Yeah. Not good. Hey, remember that movie, Napoleon Dynamite? (laughs) Oh, God. Yeah. Well, this happened in Oklahoma. Broken Arrow, Oklahoma, in fact. October 29th, 2008, employee number one, an animal handler at an animal sanctuary, was attacked by a liger. Employee number one apparently did not follow protocol for feeding the liger. The proper procedure was to throw food over the fence. (laughs) That sounds like common sense. If the food was too large to throw over, the cat was to be locked in another area of the cage so the gate could be safely opened to place the food inside. The training manual... there's At least there's a training manual this time, (laughs) thank God. The training manual at the sanctuary stated there was, quote, to be no interaction, end quote, with the lion-tiger mix and that he was always to be locked out any time the gate to the cage was opened. Again, sounds like common sense. Sounds like the liger was kind of a dick. (laughs) Employee number one opened the gate, 
to the cage to feed the cat a wild game. Evidently, it was a deer carcass. As if that was not enough, employee number one then reached down to pet the cat's head while the cat was eating the deer. Don't you learn that when you're a kid? Don't touch yeah, an I mean, animal when it's eating? Right, yeah. The cat grabbed employee number one and My pulled him deeper pounds. into the cage. A co-worker that was assisting employee one sprayed the cat with grizzly bear mace and pulled the handler back out of the cage. How is that going to work? It's not a grizzly bear. It's a liger. I don't know. Maybe it works on all mammals. <laughs> or anything with a nictitating membrane. Employee one was injured by the attack and died the following day. Who'd have sunk it? I mean, it probably just wanted a warm meal, in all honesty. So something tells me that the fine, if it was probably above $500, it probably bankrupt like the Liger place. Just from what we know from, you know, Liger country just right up the road here that used to exist and what we've seen on Netflix and stuff. They I mean, they're expensive animals. And they're... Right, but I mean, every place they have one and stuff like that, it's always like some dirt poor ass budget, so... Yeah. And I have absolutely no record of showing a fine was assessed, levied, or collected. It was probably 20 bucks and the place went out of business two days later. Yeah, the first time the media heard about the guy by the Liger, it's like, well, this place is shut down. They just shipped the fucking Liger to some other petting zoo. <laughs> just a zoo 10 miles down the road, uh, owned by some <laughs> random farmer. I guess this is why there wasn't a Netflix show called Liger King. Maybe not. <laughs> Monkeys, kids. Aren't oh, monkeys no. fun? Are they chimps? Are we spanking them? We're not spanking them. But are they chimps? This little situation for employee number one happened in Michigan. And it looks like the date of this occurrence was way back in 1989. Employee number one was a handler in a research lab. He was bitten by a rabid monkey and contracted the herpes B virus. And in parentheses, they call it the monkey virus. Oh, shit. <laughs> I, didn't hey, know, I didn't know that. I got herpes, but it's okay. It's from a monkey. The virus eventually led to encephalitis, of which employee number one died. Holy shit. Coworker employee number two was also found to be infected, but was treated with antiviral drugs and subsequently released from the hospital. Okay, there were violations issued for record-keeping and failure to follow appropriate CDC guidelines for monkey handlers. Anybody want to put a dollar amount on what happened to employee one and employee number two? This is the 80s, so they probably didn't. They probably cared less than they do now. So probably like 800 bucks. Okay, Harry's on record for 800. Ron, what do you got? But I'm going to go a lot higher than that because these research places and they had to have the paperwork and everything else tracking it and they were in violation of that. And uh, just from experience of uh, knowing someone who's worked in that environment and stuff, I know that if you don't cross the T's, dot the I's, your ass is grass. So I'm probably going to go quite a bit higher on this one, right around the $25,000. $25,000, says Ron Chi. The initial penalty... 24,600. God damn, you were close. As I, as I stated, I do know someone that had worked in this field. Were they bit by a monkey? No. Were they bit by you? No, absolutely not. No. Oh, all right. They just handled a lot of frozen poop. Ugh. Hey, I know someone who's done that. Yeah. So, um, of that original $24,600 penalty, how much do you think it ended up sticking? 15000 A half. Three grand. Oh, shit. 
So I guess that's uh, 2000 for the employee that died and... Uh, a thousand for the one that was infected but didn't die. Yeah. You figure the judge had to have given that monkey that herpes, right? Don't just figure it out. That's a monkey business. <laughs> Silver Springs, Florida. Is an anaconda. No. Ball python. No. Alligator. August 20th, 1989. Neutrina. Neutrina. Employee number one was moving an eastern diamondback rattlesnake from a box to a tray at the snake house using a snake hook. The tail was held with his left hand and the hook was held with his right hand. The snake fell off the hook but was still held by the tail. An assistant employee nearby was told to go get employee number one's snake boots as neither employee had on their required boots. Oh, lack of PPE. Yeah. Why is it only the boots that are important? What do you think would be like a full bodysuit they'd need? I don't, I don't work there. The snake tried three times to bite employee number one. After strike one and strike two, <laughs> on the third attempt, he bit the back of employee one's right hand. Employee number one died one and one half hours later, as the large snake had bitten directly into a vein. So this is what should have happened to the guy in Texas. It would have been a lot faster and a lot less painful. Yeah, yeah. Also, like, you're holding a snake and it's trying to bite you. Why don't you need to fucking throw it? Or I've seen people even like whip it and it breaks their neck. Like, so so he sent employee number one sends employee number two to go get his snake boots. And he is bitten on the hand. How the fuck are you? Have you ever tried to put on a pair of boots? Yeah. Holding, a, holding a rattlesnake? Not holding a rattlesnake. <laughs> God damn. This was the heady days before the internet, but that's a YouTube video I'd like to see. Somebody right. holding a snake trying to put on a pair of snake boots. I've got another question for you there, bud. Yes. Where was this again? Uh, this happened to take place in Florida. No, 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 like the, the, the place, it was a snake, like a reptile center or something? Yeah, it was a reptile. Uh, uh let's see, at, at an amusement park, well, the, the SIC code is for an amusement park. It does not actually say the name or the nature of the business. But a place where they had snakes in a box that they had to take out and feed. You would imagine part of the... Standard issue PPE for that situation would be anti-venom as well. You would yeah. think so, yeah. They'd have a little fridge in the back with the bud lights and the snake bite shit. Yeah, I would imagine, Don't, hey, fuck the boots. Give me my fucking anti-venom. Yeah. Grab me the EpiPen. Yeah. yeah it just sounds like uh, incompetence all around. It well, must have been very remote also to die an hour and a half. Yeah, like, hospital shouldn't be that far away if you're uh, Silver Springs. A, I don't know where Silver Springs is. I've never been to Florida. But, like, you'd think if you're building a place as uh, venomous reptiles, you'd want it to be fairly close to a hospital. And you'd think if it's got the SIC code as an amusement park, you'd at least want it to be close enough to a population center where people would come to the goddamn amusement park. Yeah, Yeah. maybe EMT on staff or something. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Wow. Yeah, that's a bad scene. That's, uh, when it's your time to go, it's your time to go. I think Especially we have, if you're employee number one. The guy probably thought it was like a dry bite, like the ones that don't have the venom. He's like, I'll be fine. <laughs> right in a vein. That's why you never handle a snake naked. That's why I don't handle snakes in the first place. Oh. There was a penalty assessed. Ron, what do you think? I'm going to go probably a lot lower on this one. I'm going to go $15,000. $15,000. Harry? 5000 5000 the initial and the final penalty are the same amount of money. Six hundred and forty dollars. <laughs> Jesus. They probably paid more for the snake than the guy. Yeah. 
I mean, re- I mean, really, you got to think of the like the company situation in this though, really, because it wasn't because the company really did anything wrong or they didn't have a guard off of it or anything else like this. I mean, this was just some dude thinking he was fucking cool with the rattlesnake. He's probably earning minimum wage too. <laughs> I wonder how much those snake boots cost. I hope he was a size nine so they could fit the replacement. You get some itty bitty bastard with a size seven and a half, and those boots are just garbage from that point on, right? I guess. Yeah. I would assume that snake boots are probably like muck boots or something like that. Yeah, like kind of universal. One size like fits all. Gators yeah. that go up yeah. to your knee. Yeah. Would it be nice if the snake boot company made snake gloves? I bet you employee one would be a lot happier with gloves yeah, than boots. I bet. What do you put the fucking gloves on? You never know. Yeah. What if it's just like a bee suit, like how it covers your entire body, so you don't have any risk of uh, being bit anywhere? I got a better idea. Don't fuck with snakes. Don't fuck with snakes. That works. Do I have a shark story? We've already talked about snakes. What other animal are people most afraid of? Spiders. Or were those constituted as animals? Or? They're insect. Yeah. But it's still an animal. What's well, an arachnid, not an insect. But it's animal kingdom. My I mean, it's, it's not a vegetable. It's not a mineral, right? I guess. Well, <clears throat> this poor son of a bitch in Riverside, California, July 10th, 2012, approximately 2.30 p.m., employee number one was a 22-year-old male construction and maintenance worker with a county department I'm not going to name while driving back a dump truck to the facility after a completion of tree branch bush and weed cutting activity at the west side of a flood control channel employee number one was driving a three axle ford the id number of the truck is listed but is not important after driving the truck for about five minutes employee number one felt a tickle at the back of his right lower leg and brushed off his jean pants with his hand Then employee number one continued driving when he felt a bite on his right lower leg, reached down the pants and felt something was there. At that time, he grabbed it, swished it, and killed it with his right hand. I assume they mean squished it. Probably. I don't think he threw it into a basketball net and didn't hit the hoop. Then he drove the dump truck into the parking lot of a 7-Eleven store. After parking the dump truck, he got out, rolled up his pant leg, and on his right lower leg, he saw a spider. A black widow because, quote, it had red hourglass shape, end quote. Initially, employee number one was taken to a hospital in Moreno Valley, California for treatment, and he went home about 5 o'clock p.m. The next day, upon becoming very sick, Employee number one went to the University Medical Center in Loma Linda for spider venom treatment and left the hospital within 24 hours. Then, July 17, 2012, he went back to the Loma Linda University Medical Center for further spider venom treatment. Employee number one was a full-time regular employee of the employer for two and a half years. He lived, so that's nice. Yeah. Spider didn't live. Yeah, I... I, I well. Cares. I've seen people get bit by black widows and they don't have to go to the hospital. So was this guy like allergic to it or something? I don't know. I, I guess it depends upon how much venom is injected, how sensitive a person is to it. If they're in a 200 pound tub of shit, maybe it just gives them a big wealth. I don't know. Also, I've heard that uh, you can't feel a black widow bite. Yeah. Yeah. That's like, weird. Isn't that... I don't know. I don't know either. I don't know. We should probably get an expert on here at some point. There were fees assessed. I don't know why they would be, why yeah. the employer would be culpable for a spider bite. 
Yeah. yeah. It sounds stupid as hell. Anybody got a guess? Ron? Um, 600 bucks. 600 bucks for a guy that gets bit by a spider and lives. I mean, it is California, so it's bound to be a lot more expensive than what it should be. Good point, Harry. What do you got? I'm going to go 600 bucks, too. It's unanimous. <laughs> I mean... This $600 spider bite cost the employer $7,685. Fuck. You're shit. This guy lived and they got 7000 Yeah. The for, company got fined. For yeah. a spider bite. Yeah. Jesus Christ. Yeah. I mean, was did he turn into Spider-Man afterwards? I mean, was it radioactive Black Widow? or? Well, uh, what the notes didn't say is the fourth time he went to the hospital, he crawled up the wall and went right through window on the fourth floor. <laughs> Thank you for joining us here at Employee Number One, the Industrial Accident Podcast. For Ron Chi and Harry Talbot, I'm Bud Nipper. Remember, when you feed your kitty, don't pet it on the head.